like one of the big things in ed reform, I mean, all the ed reformers will tell you is like, we've got to get Jesse under control. And we, we go to our legislature. We need Jesse. It's in our constitution. It is required. We are required to have Jesse. We're not required to fund them. So we're like, let's defund them. Let's have some legislation where we can separate. And then that way. The- but we could pass new legislation. It takes it away. I mean, even if they're in a the constitution, our constitution for the state has a, has ways to amend it and remove it. What's there? There are things, you know, that have been in the state constitution that were applicable at the time, but are no longer applicable in today's time. Has anybody talked about just removing Desi? Um, yeah, Senator Bill Igel really wants to do something about them. I mean, here's what we hear. We hear from our Missouri legislature, oh, we got to do something about Desi. We got to do something about Desi. But then year after year, they give them more power in this bill or that bill or this bill or that bill. And it's extremely frustrating because we're, we're telling them this is the cancer in public education in Missouri, and we're just feeding it. We're feeding it year after year after year. So I don't know, um, besides the bill that I just mentioned, Senate Bill 814 by Jill Carter, I haven't seen any other bills that would do what we've been asking them to do. So that's a bill of focus for the ed reformers in Missouri right now is that one. Um, I used to be really involved in the school choice fight. I've kind of distanced myself from that because I feel like it's really been infiltrated and hijacked. And in a lot of the school choice bills last year and even the year before, they would categorize it as a school choice bill, but then they would slip Desi in there or they would slip like the funding mechanism would require parents to jump through a bunch of hoops to get the the money or the tax credit. And so I've kind of distanced myself from that particular area of ed reform just because I don't like what's happened to it. And they put a lot of things under the school choice umbrella that I just think are not school choice, like a charter school. A charter school is just another government school, another public school. I mean, it's 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 categorized as a public school, except they don't have elected school boards, right? They don't have the taxpayer input. It's our tax money that funds these charter schools, but they take away the accountability piece for taxpayers and parents. And so, I think that's no choice at all. <laughs> I don't think you can say a charter school is a choice. It's it's a false choice. Um, it's just more of the same public school. So, you know, I've, I've kind of been focused more on ed reform at the local level, like with your local school boards and um, just kind of trying to rein in Desi. Um, so that's that's been my area of focus the last couple of months. Have you thought about running for a school board? I've thought about it. I have. Um, I'm supporting. I've been involved in the last uh, probably three elections pretty heavily. Um, I've thought about it. I have a one year old, so she's really, you know, she's small and little and I feel like my attention and my. Um, duties need to belong to her right now, but yeah, I've thought about it. It may it may happen one day. Yeah, I was I could see you doing that. Yeah. You know, like th- that that would be awesome. And uh, but I'm the same way. I, I wouldn't. I, I can't. I don't have the time to run for yeah. a school board. But what I do do is I try to find conservatives uh, right. with great values. Mm-hmm. I, and and I want them to still be open to hearing other people's opinions, not just my own. I I think that's important too. Sometimes we kind of get in our own echo chambers, yeah. right? Oh, so. Sure. Um, and, and we always need to be open to listen to the other side, but I think that it's important, uh, uh, to find people that have similar values and that are fo- that are education focused on the core values. Yeah. And I mean, if you flip a school board, like there's a school board in um, my county, Francis House School Board, they've completely flipped their school board. They have made some amazing changes in curriculum and funding and just things that that school has done. And I mean, academically, they're kicking everybody's butt. You know what I mean? Like they're focused, they're, they're bringing the focus back to academics versus all of this other social justice nonsense. And so I think they're the perfect poster child for how much a school board matters because of the things that they've been able to accomplish by having 
you know, the majority of conservatives on their board. One of the things I found, and maybe you find this with your school board, but with our school board, one of the things that's been, uh, I noticed when I look at budget is that the administrative budget continues to grow ex- uh, mm. off the charts compared to teachers. So I hear p- teachers go, well, we need more raises. And I'm always like, why don't you guys tell your school bo- school school to get rid of the administrators? If you it's, just did that, we could have more busing. Yeah. We could have so much more. crazy? I mean, like, I think in Wentzville, my district, I think like the annual budget for administration is $3.5 million or something absurd like that. And our bus drivers are making like 20 bucks an hour. We have a huge school bus crisis, right? Where like transportation kids aren't even getting picked up. Buses are 45 minutes late, whatever. But then you have our superintendent making a quarter of a million dollars a year, you know? And Same here. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> we have half the kids proficient in the course subjects, and you're making a quarter of a million dollars a year. Tell me what other industry that would be, like, acceptable. None. Zero. Except government. But you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Can you imagine the stakeholders of some big corporation and the CFO is like, yeah, well, half our product doesn't work. Like, would he be employed still? No, he would not. It's just, it's outrageous to me. Hey, thanks for uh, watching this short with us today. And if you like it, check out our full episodes on our uh, channel and website. Uh, We'll put those in the links below. And as always, Scott, like and subscribe. Or subscribe and then like. Whatever order you want, really. Whatever order you like. Thanks.